Shalom Ubracha and welcome to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Ralph Tawil and we will be studying Zat Hashem Mizmor Samech today. Mizmor Samech Tehillim chapter 60. This Mizmor is the fifth of the Mikhtam Mizmorim. Uh, it's a series of Mizmorim that have the word Mikhtam in its title in the, in the book, in the second book. And the it begins with the the uh, f- historical backdrop as well, and also some of what we don't know the meaning of. So we have Lamnatzeach, the conductor. Al Shushan Edut, these are words that, that are, uh, have baffled the, uh, the, the commentators. Shushan, uh, you have sometimes in Tehillim the word Shoshanim. Shushan, uh, I know there's a there's a gate, one of the gates of the temple was called a Shushan Gate. Uh, it could be that the Mizmor was set in that area. Uh, but really, we don't know finally what it means. Edut means bearing testimony, and it could be that this, 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 these words have some edut, some testimony for Am Yisrael, like, uh, like Shir uh, Ha'azinu, like the song of Ha'azinu in Medvarim, some message that will, uh, some lasting message that's important for Am Yisrael to know. Again, it's not really clear what these words mean. Michtam le David. The word Michtam literally means a stain uh, or something that is stained. And le David, it could be by David or for David or in the, the style of David Amelech. Le Lamed. Again, the word to, to teach, it's coming to teach something. Uh, and since we're talking about situation of war and fighting enemies in this Mizmor, it could be similar to the the, uh, elegy, the eulogy that David sang for Shaul, where it, in Sefer Shmuel Bet, Perek Aleph, he says, Lilamed Bnei Yehuda Kashet, to teach Bnei Yisrael uh, the, the bow or the arrow, the, the, the bow and war, some aspect of fighting, some aspect of war. Uh, it's really ultimately unclear what exactly these things mean. Here we have the, the next we have the historical uh, aspect of the second Pasuk Behatsoto et Aram Neharaim Bet Aram Sova Bayashov Yoav Bayachit Edom Begain Melach Shneim Asar Aleph When he fought with Aram Neharaim and Aram Sova and Yoav returned and defeated Edom an army of 12,000 men in the Valley of Salt. We have some reference to this historical event that's uh, found in Shmuel Bet and in Sefer Dvreimim. In Shmuel Bet, Perekhet, Pasuk Yud Gimel, it, it mentions the uh, <coughs> that he comes back and he kills in Aram and Gemelach, 18,000 people. And in Divrei Amim also, it also says, it speaks about Avishai ben Seruya, uh, that he killed uh, 18,000 people of Edom in, in Gemelach, in the Valley of Salt. Uh, so we have a, an event here that's told in three different places with some uh, with some changes. Instead of 12,000 in Tehillim, both Shuelbet and Divrei Amim have it bear the number of 18,000. Uh, this is clearly... Uh, a rallying point, a point of victory. Yet the Mizmor, continu- the continuation of the Mizmor is one that has in it uh, clearly a sense of doom, an impending doom, and initial losses in the in the 
war and a prayer to God who has rejected and forgotten us. The is so much the body of the Mizmor is so much like not talking about victory, but rather about a, a defeat in, in the midst of a, a defeat in one in one battle in the midst of a, of a war. That the the Targum to to Tehillim actually understands the twelve thousand that are described over here as being those killed of Am Yisrael. In any event, the Peshat of the Pasuk is really talking about is really talking about the the event that's described in Shwabet and the defeat of, of Edom in the Valley of Salt. This could be a reference to uh, to the area around Yamamelach, uh, very uh, known for its saltiness, around the Dead Sea area. Now we get to the body of the Mizmor. Elohim zenachtanu, ferastanu, anafta teshovev lanu, hirashta eres petzamta, Refa shevarea kimata, hirita ammecha kasha, hishkitanu yain tarela, natata lideecha nesli toses, pipene koshet sela. This is uh, the description of the present situation and the psalmist's relation to God in this situation. O oh God, you have rejected us. You have made a breach in us. You have been angry. Restore us. You have made the land quake. You have torn it open. Mend its fissures, for it is collapsing. You have made your people suffer hardship. You have given us wine that makes us real. Give those who fear you because of your truth a banner for rallying. Selah. Clearly these these, uh, words contained in them a description of a very dire situation and uh, at the same time uh, begging and imploring of God to to have mercy on us and the feeling is one that of rejection of anger and one that uh, the feeling of distance from God or God being angry at us and that is the reaction to the adversity that the psalmist is facing He's facing a situation where uh, he feels like the whole world has been in upheaval, that the world has split open, and is suffering. Uh, he feels he knows that it's all coming from God, and he knows that that all the the things that are going on uh, can only be controlled by God and not because of the enemy, and therefore his turn is to God, who has in this point rejected him. And rejected Am Yisrael. Leman yechalitzun yedidecha hoshia imicha ba'alini. This pasuk is giving you the upshot of all the prayers in the previous pasukim. The previous pasuk said, "Give those who fear you." because of your truth, a banner for rallying, that those whom you love might be rescued. Deliver with your right hand and answer me. The psalmist, in this very low point, does not remain dejected. In fact, his approach is to think about the prophecies 
and the words of God that are promised triumph. From here to the end of the Mizmor, we have, is quoted also in Mizmor Kufchet. Apparently, this is a, a this is a, an approach. From actually, from Pesukzai to the end of the Mizmor, it's quoted in Mizmor Kufchet in, in the fifth book of Tehillim, and, and apparently, this is an approach in several dire situations to look and to look back at the prophecies and to recognize that it is only God who can save Am Yisrael. Elohim diber bekotsho eloza achalleka shechem ve'emek sukot amadid li gilad ve'li menashe ve'efrayim ma'oz roshi Yehuda mechokeki mo'av sir rachzi aledom ashlich na'ali alai peleshet hitro'ai The psalmist is either recalling what God said from his sanctuary, and the word kodsho over here uh, means my sanctuary, or by his navi, his kodesh, his each kodesh, or in the kitvea kodesh, in the holy writings in scripture. Let's translate these, these words. God promised bekodsho, which means in his sanctuary, or by his holy one, or in his holy writings, that I would exultingly divide up Shechem and measure the valley of Sukkot. Gilad and Menasheh would be mine, Ephraim my chief stronghold, Yehuda my scepter, Moab would be my wash basin, on Edom I would cast my shoe. Acclaim me, O Philistia. This promise of God serves to bolster the feeling of the, of the Navi of the psalmist in times of in the time of retreat and defeat in battle. He recalls the Nivuot, God's promises of dominion on all the surrounding areas. The two places mentioned here, Shechem and Sukkot, are on either side of the Jordan River, are places that are mentioned in in Yaakov's sojourns from in, in the Eretz Israel. Gilad and Menasheh are also Two areas mentioned in, on either side of the Jordan River and, and Ephraim. Uh, these areas are, are be, later become strongholds for Am Yisrael, and they're, they're the, the, these were actually achieved throughout many periods. Moab will be my wash basin. The wash basin is very, uh, uh, very denigrating kind of description of Moab and it might be a reference to the fact that the Yom HaMelech is found over there uh, in any event Moab is, is, is being put down over here and Edom I would cast my shoe also a denigration of Edom which is the area south of Moab and to the southeast of, of Israel and maybe there's a, a play on the word Edom and Hadom which means Hadom can mean the footrest, and Edom to cast his shoe. Acclaim me, O Philistia, the Pelishtim, which are found on the, on the western coast of Eretz Israel, towards the south, southwestern coast. In any event, the psalmist focuses on these, these promises and prophecies of dominion over the surrounding areas, mentioning nine different areas. Uh, around that is uh, 
The psalmist returns to his present situation, one of in dire need of God, and he says, Mi yovileni ilmasor, mi nachani adedom. Halo ata Elohim zelachtanu, v'lo tetzei Elohim b'tzivotenu. Hava lanu v'ezrat mitzar, v'shav teshuat adam. Elohim na'ase chayim v'yavusarenu. The psalmist prays wistfully, Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me into Edom? Because, however, you, God, have rejected us. God, you do not march with us, with our armies. In any event, the feeling that God is not with them is overcome by his prayer, the psalmist's prayer, that God do come out with them. Grant us your aid against the foe, for the help of man is worthless. With God we shall triumph. He will trample our foes. The psalmist knows that even in the present state where God seemingly has rejected them, rejected the Israel, knows that only through Hashem only through God is, is there a possibility of triumph. And therefore, the, the psalm closes with a prayer, a dire prayer to Hashem, even though despite the rejection, will come through and defeat the enemies. Rashi has an interesting approach to this Mizmor, and he sees it as a reference to the impending battle with the Romans, that uh, the Romans in the time of Baichani end up destroying the temple and defeating Am Yisrael. From this we can get the idea that possibly this Mismod is referring to defeats that happened later on in Jewish history after David HaMelech. And exactly which time it occurs is not really clear. The psalm, however, begins with David's triumph in order to bolster the feeling of, this, of the psalmist that or its readers of, of this psalm, that, the, that despite the present difficult situation, maybe difficulty in war, there was in the past and will be in the future promises of success. This gives the psalmist greater reason to pray and to believe that Hashem will come through, because only, in, only through Hashem is the possibility of triumph. The statement at the end, Shav Teshuat Adam, is for in vain is the help of man and worthless is the help of man it might imply that there were some people who were depending on some type of leader or some type of uh, strong man to come and save the psalmist re- reiterates his point that only through God is their real salvation that we should see Hashem's triumph over our enemies quickly nowadays Amen.